Welcome to Design Lessons, the podcast where we design our teaching days to be fulfilling for us and irresistible to our students. I'm Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore, and instructional design is my superpower. Each episode, we will take actionable steps to create great teaching days. We'll focus on mindset, real-world opportunities, and critical and creative thinking for us and our students. So, whether you're on your commute to school, walking your dog, or doing the dishes, let's start designing. Hey, designers. In our last episode, we looked at how to use design thinking to level up your life. And in this episode, I'm sharing with you the real, R-E-A-L, instructional framework that employs design thinking to create a strategic learning pathway that is anchored in a real-world opportunity. Now, this episode was originally a presentation I did for the Association of Middle-Level Educators, AMLE, 2020 conference, so the audio may vary just a bit. Hey, designers. Welcome to a special edition of the Design Lessons podcast that was filmed for a speed learning session for the Association of Middle-Level Education's 2020 conference. Now, in this episode of Design Lessons, we're going to break down how our three design touchstones, mindset and relationships, real-world opportunities, and critical and creative thinking work together to create a design idea for a unit of study for your students. Now, for those of you who are not already a part of the Design Lessons community, let me introduce myself. I'm Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore, and I've been in education for about 20 years. I've worked as an instructional designer, as a curriculum supervisor, and as a school-based and central office administrator. And recently, I made a life choice that was part of a larger design to come and teach sixth graders at the beach, and I am loving it. So before we talk a little bit about the how, let's talk a little bit about the why. So our three design touchstones, mindset and relationships, real-world opportunities and critical and creative thinking are essential for developing self-regulated learners who are critical thinkers and who have empathy for diverse global perspectives. So in essence, you and I are creating the next generation of global thinkers, innovators, and citizens. Now our design, on Design Lessons podcast, we focus on how the design touchstones help us as educators live our lives personally as well as professionally. And what makes the design touchstones so special is that they're not only essential for designing experiences for your students, they are helpful in designing for your life. Now the key is that we always focus on actionable steps. So we're gonna use those touchstones to design an engaging unit for your students, and I'm going to share with you a framework that's gonna help you do just that. So our framework can best be remembered with the acronym REAL, R-E-A-L. And that's because our unit is going to be anchored in our real world opportunities touchstone. So let's get started. Now the R stands for reframe. And the first step is really shifting your mindset so that you start thinking about what are the thinking skills and what are the social emotional skills that are gonna be essential for my students in this next unit. 
And that's not to say that you leave your content behind. In fact, your students will become more self-regulated learners that are able to access not only your content, but any content that they're trying to get to. So the great thing about video is that you can pause it. So I'm gonna ask you to take a moment and really think about what are those critical and creative learning thinking skills as well as social emotional skills that are gonna be essential for your next unit. But before you do that, let me give you an example. So my curriculum guide is asking me to do a research project. And specifically, it wants kids to do research and then to write an argumentative essay. So I know when I think about the thinking skills, there's lots of those built into research. They need to be able to sift through information, discern what's important. They need to be able to understand bias and the credibility of a source. Um, I need them to be able to create an argument and be able to support it with evidence. I need them to be able to reflect on the work that they have done and then revise it. But I'm also thinking about not only thinking skills, okay, so what are my social and emotional skills that I'm going to explicitly teach? Now for this one, I'm really gonna focus in on their collaboration skills as well as how do they empathize with others. I'm also gonna show them how to evoke empathy through storytelling. So pause and do this work for the unit that you have coming up. Now, the E stands for explore. In this step, you're gonna step outside of your classroom and into the real world. You're gonna be exploring how does your content area and discipline work outside in the real world. You're gonna be looking for connections to practitioners in your community and beyond. And as you sort of develop this designer's mindset, you're gonna start noticing your discipline exists everywhere. It's a little bit like when you buy a car and then you start seeing that car everywhere. I guarantee it. You're gonna start seeing your content and your discipline everywhere once you start developing and using your designer's mindset. So let's continue with our example. Um, in exploring for research, I knew my students were going to need an audience outside of myself. And so I decided, okay, let's make podcasts. That's something that we can put out in the world and we can advocate for what we think is important as well as tell our personal story. But I knew that just doing podcasts was not gonna be enough. It was not specific enough of an audience for my students. And I happened in my research to stumble upon the National Public Radio was having a podcast contest and they were seeking for podcast episodes from school-age children. And so that was perfect. So now my students had a very specific audience. They were writing in order to impress our NPR editors. And so now we had all the things that we needed. We have, they were choosing ideas that were personally relevant to them. They had an audience that was beyond our classroom and I was teaching them the thinking and social emotional skills that they needed in order to do well. So let me give you some examples of what they came up with. One student, we had um, recently had a hurricane and as a result, she, um, her and her family were sort of victim of the floods that happened as a result of that. And so she wanted to do and advocate her podcast episode. She was going to use it to advocate for people who were victims of flood and thinking about what kind of aid they might need. I had another student 
who was almost catfished into sharing inappropriate information and photos. And she really wanted to um, warn her peers about this and advocate for protecting your identity. And so she did her podcast on that. So that is how in this step, in the explore step, we're able to kind of bring everything together, really anchoring our idea in a real world opportunity for your students. Now, A stands for align. You know your students, you know their strengths, and you know their weaknesses. So aligning is really about the how. It's about thinking about what are the scaffolds? What are the extensions that you're going to need to offer? You're going to have some students who are always ahead of the game. You're gonna have some students who are gonna just need a little bit more scaffold in order to be part of the game. And so you need to think about what are some of the scaffolds that you're going to provide. Now, for me, I needed to provide resources that were going to meet my students where they were. I had some students who were reading below grade level, some that were reading on grade level, and some that were reading beyond grade level. So I was helping them find resources that were at the re reading level that they needed. I also needed to chunk my assignment and give them sort of check-in points and checkpoints in order to help them for this assignment to not seem so huge, just giving them little checkpoints along the way. So that's something that you have to think about, is how are you going to help all of your students? And also, the other thing I had to really think about was, how was I going to explicitly teach empathy? It seems like something very hard to hold on to. And so we looked at how can stories evoke empathy and what are techniques that writers use in order to evoke empathy in their stories. So I want you to pause and think about your students. What are some scaffolds and extensions that you would need to embed in order for your design idea to be a success? Now lastly, L stands for launch, and that's where you decide, okay, how am I gonna first test out my idea? Am I gonna start with a small group of students? Am I only gonna do it for first block versus third block? Am I going to do it for everyone and then just revise along the way? And that's what I did with this particular pathway. I started it out and used it, and it, was, it actually went pretty well. But what I found was it took longer the first time that I did it. I found that I needed to give them a little bit more guidance in the beginning in helping them find their ideas. They had so many ideas, I had to look for different scaffolds to help them narrow their ideas. And some students really struggle to find their ideas. So this is why, you, obviously, you check out your design and you test it out and then you go back and you revise it just like we're teaching our students. So you can use this real framework as a strategy to remind yourself how our three touchstones come together in creating a unit for your students. So I have so enjoyed our time together. I wanna make sure that we keep in touch. So I'm doing a Spark and Tell session on Sunday, October 25th, and I would love to meet you there. In addition, you can also find me here online and also, if you're curious about what your design superpower is, you can find a quiz for that on my website. And as I end all of my podcasts, until next time, designers. This is a more creative learning production hosted by Michelle Schmidt-Moore and edited by Christian Schmidt.
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.